Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Last Drama Podcast. Melissa here. If this is the first time you are joining us, the Last Drama Podcast is a place for parents, especially mothers, and especially those of us who are really in the trenches of motherhood. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about going back to work after being a stay-at-home mom. You're listening to the Last Drama Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. Hi, guys. Hi. I have Lindy and Aaron here today. We're going to cut it up. Hi, Aaron. Hi. Hi. Do you want to introduce yourself a little Hi, bit? Hi, I'm Aaron. I <laughs> work in customer service here at Latched Mama. I've been here for almost three years. Wow, really? Yeah, three years in July. Wow. Uh-huh. And this was my first job back in the workforce after being a stay-at-home mom for th- almost 13 years. Wow. So, yeah. Aaron's journey is one of the beautiful ones. Yeah. It'll be in the book. <laughs> I can't wait to update the part of the book that you had to now even happier. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Good things. Good things. Do you want to um, tell a little bit about your story of how you went from a stay at home mom to a working mom if you're comfortable? Sure. Yeah, I would be happy to. Um, so I was a stay at home mom. I always wanted to be a stay at home mom like my whole life because my mom was and you know, it's just what you do. And um, so I was a stay at home mom as soon as my young my oldest was born in 2006 and um all the way through 2019 until I found out my husband was cheating on me and left me and so then I was suddenly a single mom with three kids and needed to go back to work needed to go into the workforce really for the first time because um I had basically had my son right after college so I had never really had like a real full-time job before and um I knew April my lovely manager and she got me in the job here basically (laughs) the rest is history the rest is history and it's been I mean for I know I've had it a lot easier than some people going back to work because Latch Mom is so family friendly and mom friendly so it's been a great supportive place to like get into it but yeah that's my journey so I was not there I mean there's definitely people who go back to work because they want to because they love their career or Mm -hmm. they want to you know adult interaction and all those are great reasons too but I went back out of necessity (laughs) (laughs) Linda you have a story too right I mean you were home for a really long time yeah I was home for I don't know. I've been here five, five years. Okay. Four years. I don't know. Four or five years. But I was stay at home mom for like 10, five years. years? Yeah. It was on my like time hop Facebook thing. Remember I shared it on my Facebook feed. It was like five years. Okay. Okay. I just keep forgetting. (laughs) Um, But I was home for what? A good nine. Uh Uh-huh. He's just turned 14. So I was home for a good nine years um, with six kids in those nine years. So. For me, I hit a complete low mentally and all that. And that was part of working on me, part of finding a bit more of myself, being creative. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I mean, honestly, um, my marriage was not good for a long time. And I think part of that was because I was also like feeling really like I had lost myself in the whole parenting thing and that I didn't. I didn't have a way to express me as just a person rather than, um, you know, as a mom, which some people are completely fulfilled and yeah. love mm-hmm. being a stay at home mom and thrive and do it all the way through. And that is great. But, um, 
and I didn't even realize it at the time, but looking back, I really felt like uh, a shell of a person almost. And so I, I totally identify with that. Yeah. It's Cause I worked two years before I had kids full time mm-hmm. and we actually took that and we paid off a lot of debt, which was fantastic. Like for us as a couple and we wanted to do that before we had kids and then I had kids and I knew I wanted to stay home, but you have no idea what that journey looks like. You yeah. really have no idea. Um, and it was really good, but it was really hard. But then like the years go by and there's something to that. And I'm not tying any worth to money, but it is really hard when you're in those trenches with little kids and everybody needs so much from you. It's just so draining. And there is this little bit of a difference when you are able to do something that you really enjoy. And you're also able to bring in a little bit of money, whether it pays for your kids sports or some groceries or whatever it is. I don't know. For me, there's just something to that. It's weird. It provides a little bit of confidence and mm-hmm. security and stability. It's like validation. Yeah. yeah. And validation. I'm not saying you, you, you're not tying yourself to money, but no. there's something just productive. Like it makes me feel really good that I worked really hard and I get to use my skills and you see a bit of reward and I'm able to help with yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think there's safety in it. I mean, I think there's yeah. safety in knowing that if things were to fall apart, as in... Yeah. Aaron's yeah. situation um, yeah. that you do have options and you do have you know yeah, places sure. to go because I love you but you're a completely different person three years than, oh, a, a like thousand now percent. than you were when you showed up this broken little oh, yeah. shell like of a an baby Aaron. bird yeah yeah <laughs> it was uh it's quite the journey yeah I've gotten uh, to be a part a of a thousand percent I've changed so much and you know being here has been a huge part of that I mean um, you've also done the work yourself too but it's <laughs> uh but yeah I mean and like what you said I when I found out my husband was cheating on me it was like what do I do because do I want to stay in this marriage no but I had no job. I had no money of my own. I like, I didn't have a work history. I had never, I mean, I'd had part-time jobs here and there throughout, but, um, I had nothing. And now it's like, you know, you had your kids. I had my kids. Yes. And I had that time. And I, you know, if I could go back, I wouldn't trade like the time that I had with them when they were little. And like, you know, I'm, and again, I'm so lucky because with this job here, I'm able to arrange my hours so that I still have basically most of the benefits of being a stay-at-home parent because I get to pick them up from school. I get to take them to their activities. I get to go to their, you know, sports events, whatever. Um, So I kind of get the best of both worlds, honestly. That's the way it should be everywhere. Yeah, and sing I my love little song. it. But I do. I mean, I I do the yeah. work. I get up and work from like six yeah. to two every day. But then from two on, I'm in mom mode. Yeah. I think personally <laughs> yeah. for me, like what you just said is like what I mean. We talk a lot at Latch Mama about being able to bring babies and not separating mm-hmm. moms and babies for the first you know year and a half and stuff. But that other element, that element of getting to be a mom first when your kids start to turn into real people yeah. and that they need you or they have a bad morning or whatever. Like like Lindy just rolled in here, what, like 30 minutes ago, missed the morning call. <laughs> and all she had to do was send me a text that said, hey, my kids are falling apart. And like, I don't, I don't even think twice about it. Like it, yeah. there, there was no part of me that said you should have gotten your crap together. You should have been here. You should have done whatever. So if we can just get to the point where moms can literally 
be what they need to be to be healthy individuals and healthy moms. If that means working part time in a place that is flexible where they get to have, you know, space from their kids to Mm -hmm. still be them and spread their wings and, you know, develop skills that make them feel stronger and more confident outside of motherhood and still get to be a mom too. I mean, it's pretty rad. Yeah. I, I mean, I totally agree. And the only, I mean, it does get overwhelming sometimes mm-hmm. because it's like, you know, not only are you working full time, but you are also a full time mom. And that's, you know, the culture needs to change around that because moms still are by and large the household manager and, you know, even though a lot of times the spouse will pitch in or, you know, they'll they'll help when asked. It's like a lot of times the mental load, I've heard that talked about a lot, the mental load falls mm-hmm. to the mom. So that can get overwhelming. But again, like I've slacked April before and been like, hey, I'm having a really bad mental health day. And she's like, go for a walk, go get some lunch, <laughs> come back when you can. And that doesn't hurt productivity. It helps. It helps. Because yep. when I come back, <laughs> I'm a different person and I can focus and Absolutely. like, you know, so there's a lot to be said about um, just allowing moms to be, like you said, because yeah. we can do both. Absolutely. If we're given the right mm-hmm. space for it. Uh, I think there's a lot of guilt and I know I'm not the only mom mm-hmm. that you battle that and there's really good days where it doesn't bother you and then there's days where... It's hard and Mm -hmm. that guilt's really heavy on your Mm -hmm. shoulders. And I know, I know it shouldn't be there, but it still just sits there some days. Um, And I know like when I chose to kind of start to do something for myself, get out. I mean, I was kind of at the bottom of, like I really had no choice. So I didn't have the guilt in coming to work five, 10 hours a week. And that money literally paid for the sitter. Yeah. I'm just laughing. You said when, when you said you wanted to do something for yourself, I don't mean to interrupt you, but like you realize you're talking about going to work like that. (laughs) That is what is so messed up in our culture is like you doing something for yourself. I know is going to a job. Yeah. I know, but but this creative. So like this, I get you. I I, I I guess I, I see this for me is a little bit different, but I understand what you're saying. But, um, but just that guilt. So at the beginning, like you don't have that, but there are some days that are really hard. And so I picture a mom that's like, do you, do you need to go back to work for like, I have to go, like Mm -hmm. I need to provide, or I just want to go, but is that guilty? Uh, You know, is that, should I be really be doing that? Or, you know, I should really be here. And like wrestling with that on some days is, is very, very hard. And then on top of like the navigating, like the household stuff and the schedules and things like that. Yeah. And then, you know, we got to go back though too, because you said you were in a really low place. And if you don't have, if your mental health is not good, then you're not going to be able to be the best mom you can be. So I think that mom's, I know that moms always put themselves last, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we're seeing sort of a cultural shift where people are realizing that if you put yourself last all the time, you're going to whittle yourself away to nothing. So even though you went back because not because you had to, but because mm-hmm. you needed it for your mental health, that's still putting your family first because yeah. you can't, uh, you know, I hate this. Everybody overuses this phrase but you can't pour from an empty cup yeah Yeah, you just can't and it was so interesting because when i started they're like where like why what are you doing (laughs) because like i honestly think they had no idea i'm like well like i actually went to school for this they're like what (laughs) i'm like like i did like i actually went to college like i have a degree like i just you haven't known me 
to have a job outside of the home yeah. like since any of you have been born so it, was, it took a while and hearing those from the kids it would only kind of add to that mm-hmm. the, the the guilt and feelings that I was putting on myself mm-hmm. um and so sometimes that was really hard to navigate those yeah. comments but over the years as like I've worked on myself and gotten more confident it's really nice to have those conversations that like guess what like when you get older you get to choose this as well. You can be a mom if you'd like. You can have a job if that you really enjoy doing. You can make some money. Like you are able to balance these things if yeah. you want. It's totally your choice. Or you can stay at home or you can go and work a big job. Like, mm-hmm. And that is 100% okay. Like it is yeah. good to do something that you enjoy and use your skills that you have. So and I like having those conversations. And for those of you that are listening to this that aren't like ready to jump in to a job or something like that there's definitely ways you can find a lot of what we're talking about and a lot of the confidence and and self-worth stuff um through hobbies um through creativity i know lindy's mentioned that a lot there's a lot of lot of good that can be that can come from just being creative um but really really realize that like you're allowed to hire a babysitter we've talked about this on the podcast before to go to target or to go sit on a bench and read a book or literally to lock yourself in your bedroom and let them sit downstairs with your kids. Like you're going to get kind of the same benefits of going back to work is what I'm saying. If this Mm -hmm. is not like, it's not an all or nothing thing. Like there are ways that you can take care of who you are outside of your motherhood role. Um, that give some of the same benefits. And if you can't afford it, I, I really wish, although I, I was a hot mess when I had one or two kids. Like I would have loved to have made like a neighbor friend and literally mm-hmm. traded off. Uh, let me yeah. take your kids. Although maybe I was like a complete hot mess and maybe <laughs> I wouldn't have done that in hindsight, <laughs> but maybe you could trade off and yeah. Yeah. get an hour to yourself or something like that mm-hmm. with a friend and you just trade back and forth or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. If it's, and it, it definitely, I know money's hard. Childcare is expensive. Yeah. And it definitely is a trade off too. Like you saying, like I feel so fulfilled by having this job and being around people that I care about and having that adult interaction. But there are, again, like it's always a trade off. There's some days where I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't, I have to work. I'm sorry. You yeah. know, I can't do that. I, ha- I have to work, but, um, you know, you're going to find that with everything, you know, and, the kids will also see your dedication and your commitment and your willingness to work hard. And that's an admirable trait that mm-hmm. they will see. And my daughter, like the, this was a few weeks ago, she made a thing at school and they said, who do you look up to? And she said, my mom, because she works really hard and never complains. Oh, I was like, Oh, so, so sweet. sweet. <laughs> so sweet. I, I know. They see it. Yeah. yeah. I know a few times in the group, we've gotten the, the comment or the question of like, Hey, I want to go back to school. How do I approach this with my partner? Mm. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that conversation looked like with Matt? Uh, (sighs) Eric pushed me to do something. Eric was like, you need to make like you need to go start something. I thought I was starting an Etsy store and now we have this. Um, (laughs) But what was that conversation like with Matt when you realized that like, you wanted something more than what was happening in the walls of the house. Well, it's taken us a long time to work on our communication skills, both of us. Um, and there were years where I truly, honestly, had no idea what I needed. I was just that mm-hmm. in the depths of kids' needs and whatnot. Um, but then I think, it, I don't even really know if there was a conversation. I was like, I think I told him that I'd met you because I went to the... Mm-hmm. 
that like assignment sale. Yes. Um, and I'd taken the twins and he had taken the four to the park or something so we could have a break. And um, I was like, I'm just going to go and check this out. And so I had <laughs> met her there and she was like, you know, <laughs> can you it's maybe help this, me or something still to this day like one of those like if you believe in god it was like a total yeah god and i it didn't like make any sense that i would ever say anything to her yeah but. and it was like i had three month old twins or two month old <laughs> oh twins gosh. and i was like let's chat when they're one like one usually i start to get creative and i need something around like 10 months or something like that and so that's how it happened but i had told him and i said she asked i was like maybe this is something that like i could yeah start doing like maybe it'd be really good for me um and you know then the year went by and no here's the deal though like and then i, I started have, i don't <laughs> i i sometimes can feel like rejection really really hard for some reason something was in that conversation that i knew the second lindy was like i have three month old twins that it was going to happen. Like there was something and I don't know how you said it. I don't know what happened. I think you Facebook messaged me within like 24 hours. It was almost like dating. Like I was secure. <laughs> I was secure from almost like 24, 48 hours after asking you the question that you were going to come on board eventually. Cause you came back to the warehouse within like three days. I think you were excited maybe. Be- well, it's weird because I actually came to you. You had, a sale i was honestly wondering if you had any diaper covers to be honest (laughs) but i also wanted to check it out because my sister-in-law Corey told me about the clothes and i was like well that's cool and so i checked them out and so then i came back and i picked up an active tank and a drawstring dress (laughs) and those were my two favorites and um but yeah but like the conversation with matt i don't think it was it was more so back then what he was because he has also really worked up through his career so like the money that we are making when you're supporting eight people was not a lot so it was a, it was a matter of like if you can do it and you can cover figure out the child care like I, I like that's fine like there really wasn't any problem mm-hmm. um we just didn't have that extra money to mm-hmm. try to figure out how to do that um and then it just progressed like there was never any like no you can't do this or no Mm-hmm. Um, any of that I think he often wishes or that that I was able to speak up and was able to communicate what I needed and what I was feeling because it's very different now in the conversations mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah it, it was it was good yeah. sometimes I wish I'd done it earlier but like it, it wasn't it was probably never the right time it was it happened when, yeah, when it, it so needed soon. to happen yeah you know it's it's interesting because I remember every time that like this kind of grew bigger and bigger because I was at home with two kids prior to starting Latch Mama. You know, I never thought that we were going to like that I was going to survive. Like, I know that sounds crazy, but like I thought like until I actually did it, like it was hiring one person. It literally started with one teenager for an hour an afternoon while I tried to figure out if we could make a company. And then it turned into one teenager for two hours and then it turned into that teenager came over and worked at latch mama and then i hired like somebody who was in college who had the kids for maybe four or five hours like and we just kind of eased into it as i realized that the kids were going to be okay the Mm -hmm. kids actually probably were going to be better because they had somebody who had different energy and wanted to run around and go to the park where i was just exhausted all the time um and you know, slowly started to realize the reality of something that felt so huge, which was just literally just working in general and finding somebody to watch my kids slowly started to feel 
smaller and more attainable. Mm -hmm. I think it also was that I started getting confidence. So you've got to realize, I mean, you're going to grow two places at one time. Like as you can grow, learning to trust somebody with your children, you're also going to also, if you use that space, well, get out and, you know, grow and get confidence as well. Yeah. And that's a great point too, is like easing into it too. Mm -hmm. When, if you're starting to get that itch or if you're starting to think like we could use a little bit more money, it's a great option if you can find somewhere where you can start 10 hours a week or 15 mm-hmm. hours a week or something like that. Um, I know when I first started here, April was like, how much can you do? And I, I said, I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. started, I had never had a real job. So I started at 25 hours and I got my feet wet there. And then I was like, okay, I feel good. Mm-hmm. I can up it a little bit. And now I'm at, I've been at 40 for a while and it's good, but it definitely, it's a huge adjustment for everybody when you yeah. go, when you, when the mom goes back to work, whether it's at six weeks, whether mm-hmm. it's at two years, whether it's at, you know, 13. Um, I just hope one day, yeah. like when we start to, I mean, maybe get this machine running a little bit more that we really truly can start developing. And I don't know whether it's like a webinar or something on how to support moms better in the workplace, because I love you, Aaron, but that, that was a hard road that first year. I mean, yeah. and it was, I was a hundred percent invested because I normally, I don't hire somebody unless I'm invested in their growth and who they are and their ability to move, you know, to grow and stuff. But I, it's just hard because any mom who comes back to work from maternity leave or any mom that comes back to the office after they've been at home with their kids is going to still be a mom first, no matter when you do it. And unless we can start adjusting our workplaces in the United States to realize that and to value that, Mm -hmm. that's, I think the key. Um, It's just, it's, it's not going to be as easy as it should be. We should be able to have healthier moms. We should be able to have moms who say, Hey, you know what? I need 10 hours out of the house. And in order for me to have 10 hours away from my children, I have to be able to afford childcare for my children Mm -hmm. um, and have them work someplace that, is filling their cup and is giving them the confidence to go home and be a better mom. I just don't know how many of those places they're actually out there. You know, you're right. And like my experience is not the norm because I ended up here, (laughs) which I'm Mm -hmm. very, very, very lucky and happy that I ended up here, but you would have been fine wherever you ended up. I'm just saying that like, I am glad that it was somewhat of a soft place for you to be for that year. I'm so thankful. I can't imagine and I'm I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm tr- I'm trying not to. I'm just trying to say like in most workplace environments, like you like here you could cry at your desk. Absolutely, you could you could grieve. You mm-hmm. could talk about your Tinder dates as you got back up on your horse. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like your dating stories when when they first started coming Ooh. out after that were some of my favorite things great. I looked forward to. <laughs> I mean, it was just it was such a beautiful beautiful there like were some stories journey to watch you yeah. go through that. You know, I, I don't know what it would have looked like at a more typical workplace. You would, I mean, you're a rock star. You would have been <laughs> fine anywhere and ended where you are now. But I just, I don't know. I just, I yeah. watch people come back to work for various reasons. And, you know, it's nice to watch people ease into it and have a supportive place where yeah. if your kids are falling apart, you can come to work or, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would get calls from my lawyer while I was at uh-huh. work and just be like sobbing in the back. And like, I mean, it was it was tough, but you know, everybody was just like, it's okay. You want to go for a walk? It's all right. You're going to be fine. Yeah. And you know, awesome. I was fine. I am fine. You're more than <laughs> fine now. It's awesome. 
But that's, I was going to say to the, what you said, there were a couple years where I felt so probably before I had twins, very defeated and like trapped in knowing that like, I want to do something. And I think if I had the drive and the brain space, I could have figured it out. But with the degree I had, I was either teaching out of school mm-hmm. or doing something completely off topic, which wouldn't have provided me enough to cover childcare. So I sat there and I would sit in like and have pity parties sometimes to where I felt incredibly trapped. Like I can't even go and do what I would like to do because childcare for four kids, like, yeah, and I, and I felt that it was almost very unfair that here I as, am as an adult with four children. How could I go and do something even part time because I can't even cover it? Yep. No, and that's absolutely I mean, true. you, I'm sure could have figured it out, but at the time you're struggling as a mom. I just, I latched onto like, this can never happen. And I felt like, just very down about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Just going back to kind of how expensive childcare is. Um, yeah. And if you are a mom at home and something doesn't fit with maybe the degree you have, or you don't have experience, it's really, really hard. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, and yeah. It's really to hard get out to if you, if you're literally needing that. Yeah. It's very hard to like come back and be like, here I am. And then, you know, I, I was 36 And I had basically like very little work experience. You know, I had some, um, but it was like looking for a job entry level when you're 36 trying to support three kids. It's like if I'd had to pay for childcare, I don't know what I would do because it's impossible. It's impossible. I think that really, truly digging in and figuring out why you need like like what is driving you like why are you feeling trapped are you feeling trapped because you need a creative outlet are you feeling trapped because you have to feed your family are you feeling trapped and really kind of digging in and then finding the places um you know that work for you and what i'm learning as i get older in life the more vulnerable and honest you can be especially with i mean each other but especially with employers and stuff to explain why you're coming back i could tell you right now probably every single person on payroll, why they come to work every day. And there are some people that come to work just because they need human interaction as moms. There's people who come to work because they have to pay their mortgage. There are people who come to work because they feel a creative outlet. You know, just if you can find a company that values that, even if you just want to work five or six hours a week and you can come in and you can say, hey, I'm coming here because I need to talk to humans and I need to make this much money to cover childcare and I'm going to be a better mom on the other side. I think that's really, truly kind of what we owe ourselves. That's each such other. a good point to um, really challenge yourself to figure out why. Mm-hmm. Because um, sometimes if you need, if it's because you're feeling trapped and you need a creative outlet, you might not want to go back to work. You might find something else. You might start an Etsy store. Yep. You might, you know, there might be something else that could fulfill you that you don't need to go back to work full time. You can yep. just like pick up this or pick up that. Or if it's because you're craving adult interaction, you can join a book club. You know, yep. you can do this or that. There's other things that it might that might not be what you need right now but if it is work then it is and you again you need to go into it knowing what you need go in there saying like i want this job but in order for me to support my family it has to look like this 
Mm-hmm. Cool. Join our Facebook group. We can talk all about it there too. It's Latch Mama Love. Um, and thanks, guys. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks, Lindy. Bye.